G'day, dorks, and welcome to Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is one of the all-time favourite dorks in all of Dorktown. You know him, you love him. It's Tyson. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, pretty good, thanks, man. How Thank are you? I'm good. We're just, uh, we just had to do this, this, whole, this whole intro again, because I fucking cooked the absolute shit out of the first take. Yeah. I reckon it's the worst intro I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, with this one being the second. No, this is fine. <laughs> I'm not taking it again. This is fine. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't paled in comparison to that, that first intro. That was bad. And I also realised, because this is the first time we've uh, recorded an episode, I picked my nose during that first intro too, which also <laughs> threw me off too, because I'm like, you fucking idiot, you're recording this. Yeah, and I'm sitting there on my phone looking, yeah. Yeah, neither I'm... of us are just... And the the funny thing is, is the vibe in the room feels nice, but I feel like it's weirdly low energy for some reason. Maybe it's because we're on bed on the bed together. Yeah, just chilling on the bed. <laughs> this is like the second time in two weeks me and you have been in a bed together. When was the first time? Uh, last time I came over here, we we're just in the bed together watching Invincibles. Oh yeah, that's under right. the same blanket. Invincible. Invincible, which is a an episode coming up right. Right around the corner, I reckon. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that. Yeah, that'll yeah. probably be out in the next few weeks. But today's episode, this episode right now, <sighs> wow. So we will be covering Castlevania Season 4 in this episode. We also have a brand new segment after that uh, called Do You Remember coming up, which will be a fun new ride for us. Um, but right now, Tyson, I've got a question for you. Got the feeling, got a bit of an inkling, this is gonna be one of those questions. So Tyson, given that we are talking about Castlevania today, I figured I'd pose to you a question that I myself have spent many a night pondering, and that is, out of all the classic monster movie monsters, do you think... (laughs) I forgot. Do you think that you could take any of them in a fight and win? Now, I have an answer for you, but did you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. So, I'm taking on the creature from the Black Lagoon, because I I know who I am, right? (laughs) Like, I'm I'm not winning against a Dracula or a vampire. I ain't taking out a werewolf any day of the week. A werewolf. What did I say? Werewolf. 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 <laughs> werewolf. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> I had taken out a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> I heard it that time too. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not taking out a Frankenstein's monster. Like, that's just not happening. Brighter Frankenstein's doing me under as well. <laughs> but I think a creature you from wish. the... Invisible Man has like like killed me so quickly, it's not even funny. But Creature from the Black Lagoon, I think I have a pretty, pretty good chance of winning in a fight. Mainly because we've been poisoning his oceans for like decades now. And I feel like if I just poured bleach into the lagoon for long enough, I'd eventually win that fight. <laughs> poisoning. My my plan is poisoning. Over so it's not it's not a fight. It's just like could you kill one? No, that's I, a fight. I'm no, fighting. it's not <laughs> 
<laughs> poisoning someone when they're sleeping is not fighting them. <laughs> well, no, I, I, so, 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 I'll rephrase. I could definitely beat the creature from the Black Lagoon. I could beat heaps of fucking classic. I could beat Frankenstein, then I'd get a, like a sniper. Sit up there with like a, a Barrett, <laughs> blow his head off. If yeah, you're going to poison... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I suppose I was thinking that I had enough planning and preparation to prepare, but if you have enough planning and preparation, you could probably kill... I No, I don't... You could kill a lot of them. I don't think I could. I'm not I'm not skilled enough in the like fields required to execute something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have any practical skills. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like none. Yeah. I did learn to shoot at a young age. You had to fix my sink the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm completely incompetent. Anyway, so is is Frankenstein with the sniper your your choice? Wait, so if we change the rules monster. and it's a hand-to-hand fight. What, so you can't use poison? I can't use poison. Okay, a hand-to-hand fight. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm not even allowed like a, a I suppose you're allowed stick. a weapon. Yeah. I'd give you, I'd give you a, yeah, a period, yeah. a period relevant weapon. So yeah. Sharp stick, flaming torch, pitchfork. Yeah. I reckon I could take old school Dracula. Old school Dracula? You yeah, I yeah, I'd need some stakes, like it's some gadgets, like the fucking yeah. Van Helsing. I'd go Van Helsing on his ass. Fucking no. Man, speaking of Van Helsing, that movie slaps so fucking hard. Fuck yeah. It Hugh does. Jackman's Van Helsing. Yeah. Can suck my dick. It's so good. Like, it's... No, sorry. It sucks my dick. It's fantastic. Yeah. We need to watch that movie again. Yeah, fucking nice. But yeah, I reckon I could take Frankenstein's monster as well, too, with, like, a, um, with some swords. Man. I feel like you're way too confident in yourself in your ability to fight these classic monster movies. I know how to fight, though. Yeah, but also... I've, I've done martial arts my entire okay. life. I've done weapons training for, like... Okay. Like, I know, I know how to pivot <laughs> fight. This, let's pivot this question. With your bare hands, what animal do you reckon you could take out? Like, with your bare hands, do you reckon you could kill, say, a medium-sized dog that was attacking you? Yeah. Large dog? Yeah. I reckon I could take... Snake. <laughs> Large snake. I'm picturing, like, anaconda An anaconda. Snake. Mm, no, probably not. No, snakes are wolf. Yeah, one wolf. Bear. No, chimpanzee. No, I don't. Yeah, no one's taking no, I mean, out a fucking chim- a chimpanzee the same size as me is like six to eight times stronger than me. I have guinea pig at home, and I don't even know if I could take them in a fight. In all honesty, <laughs> I don't. Bare hands, I think they might win. Yeah, but I like. I've thought about this a lot. Um. <laughs> fucking, <I hope> that- <laughs> Yeah. Fuck, that's funny. Yeah, lots. Just picturing like, you at home alone, just thinking, like, seeing, like, watching a, a fucking a documentary, a David yeah, Attenborough, David and he's Attenborough. just sitting there going, like, the majestic chimpanzee, and you being like, yeah, definitely couldn't take him in a fight. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I did wander around the bush in Nepal looking for a tiger, and all I had was Why? A, a big stick and a knife, because I wanted to see a tiger. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I probably wasn't very mentally stable at that point in my life either. <laughs> no. But, yeah. Yeah. Mentally, mental stabili- stability is overrated. Apparently so is talking. Fucking hell. Um, that was one of those questions. That went in a place that I wasn't expecting straight away. 
But yeah, I've thought about lots of animals I would fight, like how big of a cat I could take. I like, couldn't take a cat. Because there's people who've killed, like, mountain lions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, there was that, the video that went viral, like, uh, on Reddit, like, a week or two ago of a lady pushing, like, a bear off her fence to save yeah. her dogs. Yeah. Like, if that's me, like, I'm locking the door with the dogs outside. Like, they're just gone. <laughs> Throw the kids out there, too. Yeah, fuck <laughs> get, rid, get rid of the dragon while I'm at it, you know? <laughs> fuck. I keep going between forgetting the cameras there and then making, like, awkward, um, uncomfortable, long, direct eye contact right into the centre of the camera. You know what I think is going to be off-putting is that me and you are, like, two people that don't actually share a bunch of eye contact during conversations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think pe- people are going to be like, it's so weird, like, they didn't look at each other for, like, 15-minute stretches, but that's, like, me and you at, like, peak comfortable. Yeah. Fuck eye contact, man. I had fucking... I had to have a conversation with, like, a, a person at work the other day, like, completely unrelevant who it was, but anyway. And they were just insisting on, like, constant eye contact. And I was like, <laughs> I can't do this, hey. It, yeah, I've had to train myself in certain situations working with old people, Ugh. they really don't appreciate it if you look away. And I'm like, no. oh, it burns me. It burns me. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> don't stare into my soul portals. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we should yep. move on to Back topic today. on the rails. Yeah. So, of course, oh. we were covering... Uh, we, we even had the opportunity to perfectly segue in that by talking about vampires for a bit more and then segue <laughs> into Castlevania. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine we just did a sick segue and I didn't just bring it up instead. But we are talking about Season 4, Castlevania. I do have a little intro. So... Leaving the ruins of Lindenfeld, Trevor and Cypher head to the city where the war with Dracula began, while Alucard finds new purpose beyond his castle. And when new threats arise that are bigger than anything they've ever faced... The heroes have to band together once again to save humanity. This is the epic conclusion to Castlevania. Now, let's dive in. This is where it all started. Everything has led us here. Which means we are here for a reason. All right. Where would you like to start? The whole world's gone crazy. We've lost many people to night creature attacks. Will you help us? I'm sure I can do something for you. Hector is finally ready to start making night creatures. We could take the entire world for our own. It's a spell. It will have the name of the person he was trying to bring back from the dead. Oh, let me guess. It decodes as Vlad Dracula Tepesh. Why the fuck would anyone do that? Hmm? Would you do that? I wish I could fucking kill you twice. So there we have it. Uh, season 4, Castlevania. So Season 4, Castlevania came out uh, early May, I believe, on Netflix Australia. It um, uh, 10 episodes for the final season, so following up from Season 2 and 3 that both had 10 episodes. Hello, doggy. 
The dog just came in. Anyway, so yes. So another 10 episodes for season four. This is the conclusion. So there's nothing else after this. This is it. The, all the storylines are wrapped up by the end of this season. So Tyson, overall thoughts on this season. Oh. Where do you think it sits in the ranking? Because we've already had season one, which was an intro season, which you know I kind of don't recognize as a full season. Yeah, no, one and two is season one, essentially. Yeah, agreed. So out of season one... Season one, which we're saying is season one and two. Yeah. Season three and season four. Which one do you think? Where does season four sit? Is it the best among them in your opinion? It's oh, it's hard. It's really, really hard to beat. Mm. <laughs> Bye, dog. Um, yeah, it's oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it would have to rate the highest. Surely there is. Yeah, I think it it goes one, two, three for me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like um, this season. I was I was apprehensive coming into this as as I always am when I'm coming into the final season of a story. Like the conclusion of a story is always the bit where I start to get nervous because it's potentially where it's going to be cooked. <coughs> you know, see a giant list of examples. You know, Game of Thrones, Fringe. You know, all these shows that uh, you know wrapped up pretty badly. But so I was apprehensive coming into it. But I think not only has it stuck the landing, but it's done so with such fucking grace, like grace and beauty. Like it's, it's, it's fucking insane how good this season is. It is fucking amazing. It's, it's like, kind of gross actually. I've never had so many notes. I've never had so many notes. I've like, never had just... no notes either. I'm going no notes for this one. Really? because I've, I've had no notes plenty of times. I've, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I've watched season four twice already. Like it's, yeah. it's, I've consumed it so, I've just, I've consumed so much of it. Like it's all I've thought about and talked about with Amelia for like a long time. It is fucking amazing. Mm. Like, oh, the, like the intro <laughs> episode, like Cypher swearing and like Alucard coming out and pissing. On the like on the person on the pike, yeah. it's like fucking awesome how they're both getting this like Trevorness to them, like, yeah. Agreed that they're that they're around him for so long, like it's just um the the intros to all of the episodes have been like fucking really cool too because like well almost all of them like and then the next one the intro with Hector like his episode how he sees like a bird flying flying around and it just yeah. starts with this like yeah this symbolism and i don't think it's too like cliche or overplayed or anything i think it's done really well because i really feel for him as a character like it, yeah, yeah he's definitely the most relatable like no he's definitely the easiest to empathize with because his storyline is so fucking uh, it's so real his storyline hits the hardest, I reckon. Oh, it's so real, yeah. No, yeah, like, no, you know no, what I mean? No. But, like, it's like... Yeah, all yeah. the times I get um, enslaved by... Yeah, uh, I suppose. It's not real, but, like, it's, like, it's so... I don't know. Like, it just hits home so much. Like, the the man who the man who wanted to turn everything into a pet is now a pet himself. And, like... Yeah. His it's, real... it's well written, is yeah. what it is. Like, yeah, it's really exactly. well written. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so, so awesome. Or like, um, seeing Alucard talking to the, um, the little dolls that he'd made. The little, oh, the um, Cypher and Cypher Belmont and dolls. Belmont, yeah. Fantastic. Dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was I happy to see them again. I, I was, I was glad that they touched stones on that because like, oh, they touched back in on that. Cause like, that's one of my favorite scenes from season three. Like it's, it's so great. Yeah. And then if we skip ahead a little bit, <laughs> right at the end, right before, um, are we doing full spoilers? Are we not? 
Yeah, we'll do full yeah, spoilers. Yeah, of course. Spoilers. About the spoilers for, yeah, okay. yeah, you have to, like, it's... I just, I know yeah. we just need to say spoilers, because yeah, otherwise fucking full, internet people message me. Full, full spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How um, the dolls get destroyed. Mm. That, like, on the second to last episode, I think it is. Like, yeah, that just, yeah, like, <gasps> episode nine. It's like, oh, and then, boom, Trevor and Cypher, like, are there. Yeah. Like, ah! like, it's fucking awesome. And, I mean, we knew from the trailer <laughs> going in, like... It, like we even said it in that intro that we knew going in that Cypher, Trevor and uh, Belmont were always going to a uh, Cypher, Trevor and Ava- Alucard were always going to meet back up at the end and, you know, have the final battle against whatever that enemy was going to be. I assumed it would be some sort of reincarnation of, of um, Dr- Dracula. Uh, Dracula. Um, I'm glad it wasn't. Um, I think that was actually pretty sick. Um, so we always knew that was coming, but like even when it eventually did come in, like episode nine, I was still kind of surprised almost. Yeah, because it felt like they didn't need to get back together. Like you know what I mean? Like um, yeah, it definitely... yeah they were they were far enough apart in their storylines that it didn't there wasn't an immediate step for me to take where it's like oh yeah of course they meet back up now you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And, and that was sick. And also the the pacing of this season. Like, me and you have both looked up the episode list now. Yeah. The pacing. So from episode one, we spend with Belmont and Cypher kind of covering, what, six-ish months after the last episode of season three? Yeah. So basically straight after they've burnt Tata Vista. Is it Tata Vista? Tata Vista. Yeah, Tata Vista to the ground. <clears throat> it picks up straight after that and covers, like, the next six months of them traveling. And basically it, it seems to be a lot of rinse and repeat for them where it's... Yeah. Get to a place, fight some monsters, awful stuff happens, leave. Yeah, and then that whole play, like, <laughs> on, yeah, how Cypher is starting to swear and all that yeah. sort of shit because they're finally leaving um, Belmont's life, like, mm. after um, they left that village, like, mm. and he was like, yeah, we've done you, we've done the, like, fun, exciting adventures, now welcome to grind. Yeah. Also, and, like, I think I like that that way to start the season because... It does a nice thing of like almost validating season three a bit more because when you look at season three in a picture, it is a lot of it's all kind of based around its own story almost. Like with the exception of the yeah. Infinite Corridor, a lot of season three is just a very self-contained kind of narrative, like the main plot line for Cypher and Trevor. Yeah, for Cypher and Trevor. Yeah, and, but for um for like Isaac and yeah, for yeah, Hector, yeah. it's yeah. it's yeah. So, and like the way that season four starts with that first episode, it kind of validates that own storyline for Trevor and Cypher a lot more because like you realize the character changes or the changes that these characters are making because of the events of season three. So it it does such a nice way of validating that, you know? Yeah. And they give you the season three and then they give you the, the season three, like equivalent time skips. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, we've been like... There was the um the pirate of the roads or whatever his name was. It's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, we fi- had these fun adventures. We went there, boom, weirdo, fucking judge, dude, mm. fucking everyone dies, <laughs> and then everyone dies. Yeah, and oh, then God. it's like it's Trevor time. Now yeah. we've spoken a bit about Trevor and Cipher, but oh, I feel like I feel like they're not my two favorite parts of this season. Where I think every other season they probably were. Mine's always been Isaac and Hector, I think. Yeah. But Which, weirdly, I'd say I like don't get that much time to shine in this season. Yeah. Hector, Hector, I'd say, gets yeah, the Hector, least. I don't know. I, I, I think what he gets is, is adequate. He's like, his story didn't need to be long and drawn out. Like, we only got big chunks of 
of Hector, mm. like, throughout the whole, um, like, the whole thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think all of his stuff was done well. Yeah, Hector and Lenore's stuff in this season is really good. Like, especially the first couple of episodes where Hector's still trying to craft his hammer and <laughs> Lenore's just kind of being bored. Like, yeah. the bored Lenore and Hector being busy is a very fun combination to watch. Yeah. And that was cool how they um, <laughs> set that up for the final scene to make mm. the um, the pathway for Isaac and... Um, yeah, Isaac and his night creatures to go and kill... Um, Camilla and that. Yeah, Camilla, which was like... The episode six, You Don't Deserve My Blood, with the fight between Isaac's army and Camilla is yes. maybe my favourite episode. Yes. That is Man, fucking so incredible. so epic. It's like so the, good. The way that... Um, the night creature that Isaac fights seamlessly with the night creatures mm. as like an extension of his body is like fucking such a cool concept. There were so many cool. Oh, all his um, night creatures was fucking ruled. There were so many sick night cre- new night creatures we hadn't seen. Like we still got, we got a few that we'd oh, seen in previous seasons, but there was fucking ugly ones, sick too, ones. Man. The ugly crab <laughs> ones. Oh, that was sick. Yeah. And what about like, his main flying dude? He was fucking he was cool. OP yeah. as I, shit. I like that design. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was fucking awesome. Oh, I, Like, yeah. the power-ups that everyone got in um, in this season was fucking amazing. Like, Alucard fucking shape-shifting. Um, the shield, yeah. Yeah, oh. and the shield that he had. Um, like, Trevor was just better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he also received a new weapon oh, yeah. too, which was that, I don't even know what that's called. It's like a five bladed. It's four. Oh, four blade. It reminds me of um. Yeah. Do you remember uh from old school Naruto, Sasuke in like the first couple of the Sasuke maybe the first arc like the um Mist Village arc mm-hmm. where they're fighting Zabusa. Yeah. Sasuke uses a demon wind shuriken. Which is like f- a giant shuriken that slides out. It's like one, two, three, four. Yeah. And use that. It reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. Um, and then yeah, he has his whip, he has that. Mm. Um Cypher getting a fucking electricity power and just being able to wield um like fire and, and the ice and liquid water way better. Do you reckon now this is something me and Amelia discussed at length. But Cypher is definitely the most powerful out of the three of them. Alucard, she's definitely more power than, powerful than Trevor. Yeah, that definitely. Like that's a, his, insanely more yeah, powerful. Yeah, they they would both stomp on him. Like oh, yeah. Alucard versus um, Trevor. Or I mean, but we've, then, but we've then, already fuck. had the Alucard versus Trevor in season one, though, which was yeah. fucking sick. But um, you saw fucking Trevor versus Death, Death in yeah. the final episode. That was epic, <laughs> man. Like yeah. it, like that was full boss fight. Mm. Um vibes yeah. like really like jumping over the hands sweeping and getting your like attacks in yeah. after dodging and stuff so epic men's like fucking such a good fight um i was so stoked when um lenore died too because like i just thought it was again well written like it was like i I didn't want her to die, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want her to die, but her death was not only justified, but in the story-wise, I don't think... I don't think I would have been happy with her character doing anything else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was yeah. it was the perfect way for it yeah. to end. Yeah. Speaking of perfect storylines, the other two vampire sisters are Striga and... Oh. and um, Striga and... What the fuck is... 
you look it up, but yeah, their storyline where they go to the front lines to fight a war and it's, you know, it's kind of Striga being in her element and, um, Morana, Morana. Thank you. Morana being, being a bit, you know, realizing what war actually is like, this is war conquering a country is death, violence incarnate. You know what I mean? Like it is, it is heinous the things that they have to do, and it also she realizes that it's not a fair fight. They're not fighting soldiers; they're fighting farmers and villagers and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. She definitely gets a taste for like because she is just the one that sits back and does mm. planning and that sort of stuff. Yeah, she gets a real taste for boots on the ground type. Yeah. Um. Yeah, type warfare. Mm. Fuck, man. Streaker's day armor. Fuck me dead. So Oh, that whole thing is so epic. Like, when she cuts that fucking horse in half. Oh, my God. So, like, and they... <laughs> I reckon they did this perfectly because they did not give us any Streaker combat in Season 3. We haven't seen her do anything. We've yeah. seen the big crow on her arm, and we know she's been... Like, we... There was, you know, references to her being the great warrior and stuff like that in, in Season three where she when she first appeared yeah um and the payoff in season four with her day fight is fucking the giant crow armor the big fuck off just hunk of metal sword or yeah and she cuts that fucking horse in half man she just goes ham on these cunts like it's so good and she's so uh, quick and just so yeah it's awesome the fight like whoever animates this like the fight scenes are so fucking beautiful and just just so well choreographed and such a healthy balance between all, like, for episodes. Like, every episode basically has, like, a, a action set piece, like a fight combat set piece that is fucking insane. Yeah. And, and then, like, every episode, you know, carries story and combat as well. Like, it's fucking yeah. so well paced. Yeah, it's so well done. <clears throat> like, yeah. It, oh, the, again, when you were talking about what reminded you of Naruto. Yeah, um, the Demon Winter thing, yeah. Yeah. You know what reminded me of Naruto? Yeah. What? Oh, the correct answer to that is no, I don't. Oh, no, you no. know, I don't. <laughs> um, the vampire that has like the fourth Hokage is fucking shuriken, basically. The oh, vampire that has the, the axe, axe that yeah, makes him the dual wielding axe, dude. Yeah, so cool, that was like sick. so cool, and like, and just everyone that, um, everyone in that fight scene, all of the other fucking cool powered vampires. Like, they just, it just, I wish, uh, they could have made episodes for each one of those fights. Like, that's the only thing that my only, Mm. um, like, point that I dislike about this is it's so short. Like, four fucking seasons. Like, it's not, it's not enough. But, like, we know there's, we know there's stuff coming. Yeah. we'll, We'll get into predictions later. But the yeah, the fight with the dual wielding axe, teleporting axe thing is fucking nuts. It's so gorgeous. And, like. Getting back to the you don't deserve my blood, the fight oh. between Carmilla and Isaac. All the blood on the floor. It's yeah. insane. And that whole fight, I was like, this could go either way. And I'd be happy with it going either way. I, I'm not, I don't care who wins now. It's so either one of these people deserve to win. Yeah, I was, I was definitely on that train at that point in time. I was mm. like, I don't care who lives or who dies or who wins because, like, whatever's going to happen, it's going to be well done. Yeah, like, exactly. it's not like. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's nothing was for no reason. There was so much put into everyone. There's like, mm. the, like, 
everyone is a protagonist and an antagonist. Like yeah. everyone is like, except for maybe sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I just remember like watching that, watching that fight the first time I was like, well, if Camilla wins, that's like such a victory for her and shows, you know, the tenacity of her and, you know, that makes her like an amazing villain. And if Isaac wins, it's kind of, you know, such a poignant point on his, on his, you know, quest for vengeance you know, Press killing vengeance turned um, to peace. Quest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so either way that fight went, I feel like the result would have been satisfying and fuck. That's amazing that this show can do that in such little space of episodes. Yeah, I know. Just Isaac's whole, like sitting down there is like have a berry. Like just oh, his the whole, scene like, with him and the fly. Yeah. Incredible again. Oh, I know. So good. Like, pardon me. Yeah, like fucking amazing. I I just can't I can't get over how well done every single thing in this is. Like yep. even the whole fucking like the twist that they put on, like this Varney guy that they set up. Yeah, um, and that was that came out of left field for me too. And usually yeah. when something comes like shocks me that much, I'm a bit like, well, it shocks me because it's bad writing that I wasn't expecting something so silly. You know, like sometimes a twist reveal is just kind of dumb. Yeah. Where um, this one, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's fucking sick. Yeah, I was the same. I It's very rare that I don't see what's coming in, in mm. most things. Like, yeah. Just because I've consumed so much fucking, <laughs> so much stuff. Insane amounts of media. Yeah, yeah. but, um, but they're, they're, they've written it really, really well. Like, they have, yeah, they, they set things up awesome in this cool fucking Russian dude. Because they set Viney up, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to be cool. And then you're like, oh, no, they're setting up this fucking Russian vampire mm. dude. Then he got killed, and it's like, oh yeah, I guess Farney is like the survivor or whatever. Not big villain, He's fucking death, death incarnate. Yeah. The, what oh. did you think of the design of death incarnate? Like the actual yeah. death, and I think the what was so Trevor knew who he was. Trevor, no, yeah. So Trevor understood what he was and kind of explained it to us, the audience. So yeah. he was what the spirit of death itself. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's just like, uh, yeah, the spirit of death itself, an entity of like, essentially like an elemental. Yeah. That's like, how they like kind a, of explain like it, Like a right? fire spirit or whatever. From the dawn of time. He's, he's like, existed. he's a death spirit. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, it would be just a global thing or mm. like, yeah, I think, and it also like sort of puts in the whole idea of like a collective consciousness. Like it sort of exists because like. We think it exists. exists. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there is. <clears throat> yeah. Um. No, I thought all of that was really cool. S- s- fucking Saint Germain, his whole fucking company. We haven't even his. touched him. And I feel like all we talked about in the last Castlevania episode was Saint Germain. Yeah. I what did you think of his, his storyline? Um, he lost respect points. Um, he definitely lost respect points for me mm. for being. Um, I haven't heard anyone say respect points for so long. Can we bring back respect points? Yeah. That's the greatest thing. I remember in high school, we just used to be like, man, plus five respect points. Lamest shit ever. We're doing that again. Yeah, Fuck yeah. I still do it, but yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool, and it was cool that um he twist the the fucking full M Night Shyamalan plot mm. twist of um <laughs> Trevor not actually being dead, like which you know I was all right with. I was really cool with him being dead. I, I thought I, my only I gripe with the better. series is him not being dead in the end. Yeah, but like it. Yeah, fucking Saint Germain. Fucking open the infinite corridor and he popped out there. I was like, yeah, fucking radio. All right. The, yeah, it, it's, it was, it's, it was good because I didn't like what was happening to Cypher. 
Like, because it was so set up that fucking Alucard's there with his brand new fucking super crazy <laughs> missile. Oh, mate. Like, just insane. the fucking best missiles ever. Hey, she's so fucking nuts. Yeah. And oh. then Cypher's like, oh, I'm pregnant and I have to go. Like, all of this stuff. And I'm like, no. Oh, oh it's yeah. so sad. And then Trevor comes back and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I was like, it's good that they killed Trevor because it makes sense that he's dead because no one would have survived that. But like... The explanation of San Germain sending him to the Infinite Corridor is kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's very convenient. It's very, it's very, it's yeah, very, it's, very convenient. It's a lot like, of plot is, armor there. It is an M. Night Shyamalan twist. It's mm. not like not like Varney being death, which was like a good plot twist. This was very, M. Night Shyamalan was like, well, oh, but he wasn't dead the whole time. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. the reverse, um, reverse Bruce Willis. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, this dog is fucking all up in our shit and I'm He's- loving it. I am fucking loving it. Four kilos, mate. You just push him away. (laughs) No, I want him closer. Um, um, the yeah, the the Saint Germain stuff. Like, I realized he was gonna have a kind of a twist, like like a a turn. I figured he couldn't. They already had too many kind of good characters. They kind of needed another villain. Yeah, well, like Isaac was making a full turnaround. Yeah, so like, yeah, and we knew Hector wasn't gonna, you know. Jump out of his fucking boots to revive Dracula and fucking kill Belmont and whatnot. I think Hector sits in the true neutral. He is like a hundred percent true neutral. Him just being like kind of happily satisfied walking around the castle is like so nice to think about. Yeah. Just reading, hanging out, taking in the view, looking at birds and shit. I love that. So happy for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Saint Germain kind of turning bad twist. Like I was like. I expected it, and it was done tastefully because, you know, he had the character motivation behind it, you know, which was set up in the previous season. The only thing I didn't like was the scene, and I don't know if didn't like, but it kind of shocked me, was the scene of him killing the um, other alchemist in the library thing. Why? I don't know. It was just... I just... I didn't like St. Germain killing someone. (laughs) I kind of... I really like St. Germain. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I liked him because I could tell he was, like, a shifty con. Like, he mm. definitely had shifty con vibes. Yeah, he did have massive shifty con vibes. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, I just wanted him to be good, yeah. you know? But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I like, um, like, I like Batman, as you can't see. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, I like, I don't like the, the clean cut fucking too good. Like, yeah. Uh, which is crazy because I do like Cypher because she is just such a badass and well written and um but generally I prefer more darker motivations behind yeah. behind characters. And I like anti heroes and like yeah. Yeah, vigilantes and like that sort of genre of of heroes. So mm. that's why I really like fucking Isaac. He like yeah. He is fucking sick. Speaking of anti-heroes, I don't know if you could call him an anti-hero, but Alucard in this season has a real redemption from the the last, you know, season where he was caught in a twink sandwich. Um, He's, yeah, he was basically an Oreo now that I'm thinking about it. He's, um, his journey in this season to rushing in to help this, rushing in to help this, you know, village... Uh, with his whole new get-up, you know, his new shield, which fucking blew my mind. Watching him fight with that shield is fucking insane. Yeah. It's so pretty, too. Is it a Belmont shield? 
Does it have it the Belmont like, crest on it? It looks yeah, like it does. It does. I think you got it from the Belmont hold. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, but anyway, like him, you know, coming to the rescue of this village, meeting, you know, the best missos on the planet. Um, um, those fucking ugly crab things that he oh, fought, So man. good. So ugly. And yeah, like ugly, ugly spider but cool. things that killed that, oh, that's... that puppy, that oh, dog. That's like, so <laughs> fuck. The, the <laughs> spider thing they fight in the forest when they're trekking over to his castle. Yeah. That scene is sick. And what does his missos fight with again? It's like a sword and a hammer. Yeah. Fucking hammer, wicked. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was cool that fight with those crab things and him like fucking pulling its head off and shit like that. But yeah, no, it was like, it was cool. It was awesome that they're going to build this house around, mm. like build this village around the Belmont hold. What did you think of the name of the village? <laughs> Belmont. <laughs> no, it's not Belmont. Uh, Cause remember um, when Trevor's comes back from the dead and he sees Cypher, he's like, Oh, scared. You're going to name the, the baby uh, like Trevor on or something like that. Yeah. And um, then that's what um, Alucard decides to name the village. Well, I think he was taking the piss. I think it will be Belmont, but... No, I'm hoping it's not. No, That'd be great. Was, I think he was taking the piss, just staring him up. Do we want to get yeah. into speculation of what we think the next season's going to be, or the next the sequel series? Sure. Let's S- go into spec... Hold on. Um, Do you have any more notes first? I think I got everything. Your wallpaper um, is so triggering. My wallpaper? Yeah, it's a frog. Oh, Feels like on. a personal attack. Oh, get out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was originally meant to be a film. Um, and then he was like, mm, I can't tell this story in a film. And mm. then it became a, it got funded for a series. Um, but yeah, everything else I've gone over. Yes. Let's speculate. So we know that we've, it's been confirmed that there will be a sequel series taking place with a um, descendant of the Belmont and Cypher you know, marriage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, and we know that Saif is pregnant. We assuming it's a boy, but we don't know. Uh, there's been references to it being a boy, but we, you know, a hundred percent can't tell what the gender is, obviously. So do you think that the sequel series will just be that child? Or do you think they'll go another step removed? I think it will be another step removed. I was thinking that the same because that way they can get rid of legacy characters. Like I think there would be one, one or two steps removed. That's interesting. Yeah, like I think. Yeah, yeah. How, are they going to run into the problem with Avatar: The Last Airbender and Korra, where they put it into a time frame that's a bit too that doesn't match the aesthetic of it, where it's like kind of the industrial revolution thing? I don't think so. The Dark Ages lasted for a fucking while. That's true. <clears throat> When you got priests burning people for practicing science, like you don't, your society mm. doesn't progress for ages. <laughs> like shit was pretty much the same until the industrial revolution for like a long time. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, it, it, yeah. I'm I'm hoping they don't have that because I like the era it's set in. Like I like the medieval kind of aesthetic and you know the kind of as you said the dark ages aesthetic. Yeah. So I don't want that to change. Um, I would like it to be a few generations down the track. Amelia mentioned something to me um, after we watched this that that explains why the Belmonts down the line have the ability to control and manipulate magic as well. Oh, yeah, because they have some fucking Barnabas in it. So what do you think? Do you think the next protag we'll get will be a whip-wielding magic user? 
do you reckon they'll go that on the nose as to the combination of Cypher and Belmont? Mm, I hope not. I really hope not. You not reckon like episode 10 of season one, they finally get a whip and start using like ice magic at the same time? They get an ice whip? I feel like they will just manipulate like a fire whip or something like that. Yeah. I really hope that the, they do go as nuts with the magic that they ha- as they have been, you know. Or oh, the build up to Cypher's fucking, um, like, manipulation of electricity was so mm. fucking cool. Did you like, see that? Oh, yeah, of course you did because you watched it. But that scene where Cypher creates the ring of ice around her and just expands it and spins it into yeah, the... Yeah, oh. slices them. In. Oh, yeah. so good. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm hella hyped for this next, for this next season. Like... The I, next we, series, yeah, we don't know how long away it is. Wish I think it's been confirmed it's in the works now. Yeah, I don't mind waiting a couple of years for something that good mm. again. It's it's kind of a shame because this is, in my opinion, the last great Netflix, truly Netflix original anime that was on Netflix. You know what I mean? It was. It's the only one I've ever watched. <laughs> I've watched most of them, and I think this was the best of them. And the thought of going without this quality for another year or so kind of makes me sad. Like, Blood of Zeus was okay. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. It was fine. It wasn't as good as Castlevania. Yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, it's hard to reach that. It's hard to reach that mountain. Um, We should probably get into our next segment. Brand new segment, Tyo. You excited? I'm excited. It's called Do You Remember? <laughs> is a new segment where I'm basically just going to throw a show at you and ask you, do you remember it? We're going to talk about it. So, buddy, do you remember the TV show, the kids' cartoon, George Shrinks? Let's hear from it now. I can sing it. You can sing this intro? You remember this intro word for word? Yeah. It does slap. The jazzy beat fucking hits hard. George Shrinks Man, this song fucking slaps so much So, for anyone out there who Wow, I should probably let this just play Should we play the whole thing? No Okay I kind of want to because it's fucking such a slappy beat Anyway, so George Shrinks, man, this was airing back, or I would say mid-2000s on ABC. For sure it was ABC, Mid-2000s. right? Mid-2000s. In 2005, 2006? I thought it was earlier than that. Uh, maybe. Um, I remember this show so vividly because of the cool gadgets he always used to have. Yeah. I've got a little synopsis up here. So, um... So we've got George's tiny size turns mundane activities such as working around the house and playing outside into dramatic adventures. His primary mode of transport is the Zupercar, a multi-purpose miniature vehicle he built with his father that can do things like transform into a submarine or helicopter. So the whole show had this really cool, like, 50s kind of retro future aesthetic, do you remember? Yeah, it definitely had that sort of Jetsons vibe. Yeah, that was it, yeah. yeah. Like, because even the dad had this kind of, like, slicked back greaser hair 
the mum always wore, wore like those pencil skirts and stuff like that. Like always wore. She, I'm pretty sure she had one outfit and it was a pencil skirt. Like yeah, polka dot pencil skirt and a yeah. red top. Fuck, it was too. Man, that is sick. Um, something that I did. They ever explain why he was so small? No, I can't remember. No, I don't they think. Never ever. Did. Yeah. So he's what like. Five centimetres tall? Six centimetres tall? <laughs> no, bigger than that. Like ten. Half a ruler, I'd say. I think it does vary a bit. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, no, he was just... He was just small. Yeah. Man, I yeah. fucking loved George Strings growing yeah, up. Yeah, I think about that. I th- That's theme songs in my head, like, I don't know, maybe three times a month. Fair. Yeah, I like. I have all of this stuff recorded. Yeah, oh, that's like, fantastic. Like, in my brain. Like, it just... Uh, I still get like jingles from ads from mm. the 2000s and stuff like that. They're Stuck just, in your head. Yeah, and just I have songs, entire songs, and yeah, lots of intro. Can I hear you with one? What? Oh, six, triple, five. Wait, no, I think I got it wrong. One, three, double, oh. One, three, double, oh, six, triple, five. Oh, six. There we go. Yeah, imagine what the fucking numbers you said at the start were. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close, but I'll oh, edit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit it to make it sense. That'll make sense to everyone else except you. Um, <laughs> if they were in Australia and saw those ads. <laughs> yeah. Was that the reading writing hotline? Yeah. Yeah. One, three, double, oh, six, triple, five, oh, six. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This has been a really yeah. weird episode, I think, because we're filming it on the bed. Yeah, we're sitting on the bed. Sitting on the bed, side by side. Um, we should pro- Do we have anything else to go through? Oh, E3 is happening as we are recording this right now. So hopefully we'll get an E3 episode out real soon with me and Jono talking over all the things that are happening at E3. Do you want to get on that, Ty? Um, n- probably too much effort for me to watch all that stuff. Like Fair enough. I'll be right. Um, but I'm excited for Invincible, um, the, that episode coming up. I'm also excited for um, when we finally do Love, Death and Robots. Yeah, I was actually, we should probably talk about this off the pod, but we, I think the way I want to do the Love, Death and Robots episode is do a top five list each of us. Yeah, cool. Top five episodes. Yeah. And then compare our lists. And then can we do least favorite episodes? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, tell me why it's yogurt. No, yogurt's yeah. not that bad. No. Yogurt's a fun episode. Um, yeah. Also season two of, um, Close Enough is out. Yeah. We've That's got a lot two. of content to cover. Yeah. Netflix has been popping lately. Netflix has got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's also it's got awesome. a new anime coming out like next week, I think at time of recording. Called, no, the week after called Record of Ragnarok, which is one I've been waiting for for ages. It's like a battle royale of all the gods. And I remember it popped off on Reddit for like a massive fight between, I think it was like Zeus and Adam, like Adam from Adam and Eve. Yeah, cool. And that was sick, apparently. Um, but yeah, hot, lots of hot content coming out, and hopefully we're back. We're going to try and bank some over the next couple of days, so hopefully we're back to weekly release schedules. Yeah, and get back on top of stuff. Because, you know, life life gets in the way sometimes. It Not fucking, gets in the way. Life happens. Life happens. And Shit then, happens. Yeah. Everyone's fucking doing their best here at Dorktown Studios, I reckon. <laughs> we're all fucking, we're all Aussie battlers, and we're fucking having a red hot crack, except yeah. for John, because he's a lazy cunt. But we love you, John. No, I won't flame him that much. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be so mean. To, he'll, he'll, he's like so far back, he'll listen to this in like fucking September and I'll get a fucking angry fucking message from him. 
anyway, we'll wrap it up there, Ty. It's been fucking wicked getting you back on the pod. Yeah, always fun to have a chat. Just so, I was so happy just to talk Castlevania season four again. Oh, it was amazing. Like, it's so good. Fucking so, so good. Anyway, dorks. Make sure you're out there on the socials at Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I actually think we're going to get rid of Twitter and Facebook, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, this video might be up on our Instagram page. We might actually some clippets from this. Who knows? Yeah. Probably not the whole thing because I picked my nose about seven times now. Yeah, I've picked some shit out. Yeah, we're real grots. Uh, yeah, leave us a five star. Forgot we forgot. <laughs> leave us a five star review, rate and review, all that nonsense. So, Ty, you want to sign us off there, buddy? Stay dorky. You!